Well, hello everybody, and welcome back to the Flash podcast, your podcast that is going to be dedicated to the upcoming CW show, The Flash, starring Grant Gustin, a spin-off show from Arrow, brought to you by the creators of, well, Arrow. Uh, but until then, we're going to do something called Season Zero, which is going to feature character spotlights on different Flash characters, storylines that we feel are impaired to talk about, uh, Flash in the media, such as TV shows and video games and animated shows and movies and the 90s television show, of course, and much, much more. I'm your host, Andy B, as usual, and with me is a special guest this week. He is the CEO and president of Awesome Comics. Not awesome as in awesome, but, you know, awesome as in O-S-S-M Comics. But it still sounds like awesome, but well, still, that company is awesome. So, without further ado, welcome my good buddy, Omar. How are you doing today, sir? Great, Andy. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I know you're a big Flash fan, and you contacted me and said, you know, I if you I, if I needed your help, uh, and I should contact you. And you know, of course, because we're good friends, and so of course I would have you on. And you're you told me so much about the Flash characters. That I felt, like, you know what? I I think he's I think he's quite knowledgeable about these characters. So I'm gonna bring him on, and he's gonna be here for a couple. Of, he's gonna be with us for a couple of episodes spread over the season. He's gonna be back in a few weeks, I believe, and then another episode. But before we get to the, the character we're going to talk about today, we are going to talk about, you know, a little thing that came out this week. Um, it, it's just it's just a costume of something. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It, it, this week, we finally got the complete look of Grant Gustin's Flash costume. The internet just broke. Twitter, actually, Twitter went down for like an hour, you know, two hours after the costume came out because we were get, trying to get the Flash is coming to tra- trend and so on. But um, but yeah, it was huge. And they're now, you know, we've seen photos now from the set. Uh, some leaked photo has come out. We've seen the costume now in motion. And there's been different reactions to that, but a lot of good reaction has come f- for this new suit. So let's talk, uh, Omar, let's start with you. What do you think about this new Flash costume that we've seen? I think it's a, it's a really cool design. I think the color is definitely not what I expected when I was looking at the costume and, and looking at previous Flash costumes, the one with uh, John Wesley Shipp before. That, it just seems like that color, that costume, was uh, a lot more bright and vibrant. And now it's kind of going with a little bit darker, modern feel because of, you know, the, the show Arrow has become such a, a, a success I think that they really kind of drew from that and said, okay, well, this car- character is a little bit uh, darker. And, and, you know, I think it's interesting in the direction they're going. I think, uh, you know, the fabric of the material definitely looks uh, like something that's, uh, that's definitely more modern. You know, I think that's what they were going for overall. And uh, I think it's something that's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to change the face of, uh, of the Flash. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I, uh, I I tried doing I, I did a live show that this uh, past Tuesday and not a, there was not a, a lot of people there so I felt that like I'm gonna do an episode instead or talk about it completely with uh, with you Omar. So my initial reaction was I I was emotional. I loved the suit. I felt that you know we we I kind of had an idea in my head what it was gonna look like because you know we had seen the mask and so on and I was really satisfied with it. I. I think Colin Atwood, who's a costume designer for Arrow, uh, who did a co- Arrow costume and has now done Flash, she did a fantastic job, and um, I, it has a lot of new two looks to it, which I think you know it, it's it's becoming a thing now. I think in the in the DC live action properties with Man of Steel, Green, you know Arrow, and so on, they're trying to go with a new two look, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's a lot of great costumes now in the comic books, so. I quite enjoy the costume. I think Grant Gustin looks amazing in it. Uh, the set photos that we've seen, I, I'm not going to try to take too much attention of it because 
there's always bad lightning and bad position and angles when you're taking a late set photo and trying to pay a lot of attention to it. So I'm not going to be too, too focused on that. But um, I think it fits him. I, I think it's something that looks like something that Barry would come up with in his own mind. I, I, I don't know if he's going to make the suit himself, but I don't know. Has, has Barry in, at any point in the comic books created his own suit or, or has he always had some help with it? No, I think in in the pre-New 52 era, Barry's made his own suit. He put it in the ring. He made it of a special fabric. And uh, I think I think Barry's kind of always made his own suit. I don't really know when he's had help with it. Okay. Well, um, from what I've seen in New 52 so far, I don't think anyone has created a suit for him. I think it's almost the same thing. We don't know yet if we would see the, you know, the famous... Flash ring, I, I think it would be awesome. But of course, you know, it's it can be a little bit too cheesy for television. But there, I, I think it's gonna be good at, at out of, anyway, with with or without a ring. But um, uh, what else do you think about the suit so far, Omar? Yeah, uh, you know, going back to uh, you know the original Flash costume and comparing it to the suit, the logo, the emblem is something that's completely different, and the logo is something that really stood out to me as you know kind of being one of the most uh, focal points on the costume. You know, the original Flash logo has the white inside the emblem. Now mm-hmm. they change it to red and yellow. So it's very interesting to see the contrast that they have and the changes they've kind of made. Yeah, exactly. I, and a lot of people have commented on that. And, uh, you know, some are thrilled with it, some are a little bit upset with it. I think it's because it is a more... I don't. I don't like using the the word dark. I I, I want to say toned down a little bit. Even though I love the Flash costume as it was in the original version with the with the white background and the and the emblem and so on. I I think this fits for a live action television show. I think this fits the Barry Allen that we've seen so far in these two episodes of Arrow, and soon we're gonna see him in the full series. But um, I don't know, man. I, I I'm quite happy with the suit. Like I don't have any complaints so far. I. I, I'm interested to see more details in um, you know, on the boots because I'm not sure if they're just, if they're regular boots or if they're their shoes. I I wasn't able to see it because um, the red fabric on the shoes are so combined with the with the pants and so on. But it looks like that he is wearing boots and there's some yellow slash gold coloring on that. Yeah, I actually haven't seen the boots myself, so I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure of uh, the exact shoes he's wearing or anything like that yeah we, we see on the costume that he's wearing gauntlets and I, I, my mind went into thinking what if he's doing like wally west on young justice where he had you know he had snacks inside of the gauntlets or something metal gauntlets so like whenever he had to refill his uh, energy he would just re- grab a snack out of his gauntlet and just eat it uh, uh i don't know if this is the case here but it, it would be hilarious if that was the case yeah definitely it'd be funny if he had pouches on his arms because it would, uh, I don't think they would do that, but it's possible. You never know. I'm not sure if... Some people have asked me, is this a jacket in a way or that he's wearing? Because they see that there, there's some sort of lining in the middle of the chest. And I'm like, it could be a jacket, but I'm not com- completely sure. Maybe they're doing something that Arrow is do- has always done with the suit. When Stephen Amell has said that, you know, I want to be able to put it on myself. Because if I can put it on myself without having any props people or costume people helping me... It feels more real. The, uh, the viewers will buy the idea of this costume, and I will be able to buy the idea of this costume. And I, I can sort of agree with him. So maybe that's the case they're doing here with, with the Flash. And remember, the Flash has gone through a lot of different changes in the costumes and so on. So maybe, let's say, 
you know, if the show goes on for season two, which I think it will, I think it's going to be on for a couple of years, I, I, I can see him perhaps changing up a little bit and um, something like that. But uh, overall, I'm happy with this suit. I want to see in motion it, when we see the pilot this fall, when we see the first trailer, I think, in May, which I think that's the time when we're going to see it because that's when they announce the upfronts. That's when they're going to announce the schedule for next fall, which is when we will find out if the flash has been picked up, which it will, of course, because the CW is so pumped about this show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think something else that's really cool is, uh, you know, looking at his his costume and you th- you see you know you kind of mentioned that it might be a jacket going back to that i think that it uh it maybe has more functionality than that it might have something to do with the fact that uh he has like the the jacket has to insulate him from the speed that he's going to be running so i'm expecting that maybe to have like a functionality kind of aspect to it something to have that may kind of tie in with the show that he may need to like sustain his speed and protect himself. And I think the jacket feel is definitely heavier than just kind of a piece of fabric. So I think that's what they may be going for. That's a, that's a really good point. And something I want to point out before we get to the fans' rea- reactions of the suit is if you look at the side of the pants, you can see that there's some, there's some hints to that he has some lightning bolts at the side of them. And I think that's a really cool nod to Jay Garrick's costume, you know, the logo that he wears on his chest. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know, it's cool to have all th- all three flashes kind of portrayed as one because, I mean, realistically, there were definitely more than three flashes, but the main three, you know, Jay, Barry, and Wally are, are kind of all a little bit, you know, you can tell that there's a little bit drawn from each one. So it's really cool to see that, and, you know, and I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. No, but overall, really happy with the suit. I think Connie Outwitch deserves a, a big hand. I think she... She's um, I I I want to see her adapt more suits for you know if, let's say if there's another spin-off show in the coming years from the Arrowverse I think it would be really cool to see her adapt the suit as well I think she's you know it's I'm glad they went to her to adapt the Flash costume I think it's um it's a I really want to f- figure out what kind of fabric it is because it doesn't look like tights but it might be a com- combination of spandex so people a lot of people have commented on that it could be a combination perhaps between spandex and Injustice game version. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely definitely ties into the whole uh, to the whole video game universe. I definitely see that feel. You know, you look at the Injustice costume; it's definitely a little bit more broken up, and uh, you can definitely see there a, a slight resemblance with the Injustice costume. Absolutely, but let's jump to your your reactions, um, my lovely listeners. You're the best. Uh, podcasting listening audience there is and you guys tweeted in your reactions and we also have two emails we're going to read a little bit later but first of let's begin with um at rivera underscore guillo 18 is a real dope costume can't wait for the show at jars unchained <laughs> that's a cool that's a cool nickname uh, i like it i just wish his boots were yellow to have more color contrast but overall it's good it's a good point for sure i'm maybe they will get him yellow you know dark yellow boots or something like that that could yeah. be something. You never know. They can always change the costume as the show kind of goes on, and they can kind of mess with it and, and definitely be more functional. And, and uh, you know, Arrow's changed his costume a few times, even though he's kind of kept with the same core, you know, in TV and stuff. Hopefully this lasts many, many seasons, and we'll see different costumes and see different changes that he goes through, you know. Exactly. Then we have at, TP, at TPS Sponge. 
It's flashtastic. <laughs> I, I always love when love those great puns. Um, at eight, Adam T. They say I'm a bit let down. I I I would have preferred a suit from the Injustice game, but still looking forward to the show. Well, th- well, that's a, that's a fair response. You know, maybe you know a little bit let, let down, but maybe when you see it in action and so on, it might change your mind. A lot of suits has done that in the past, comic book, TV shows, and movies and so on. I I remember. People were very skeptical of the new Spider-Man suit from the Amazing Spider-Man in, uh, in the first one. And they were like, oh, it's so dark, it's so tight, it looks so dirty and whatever. But then when we saw it in motion, people were really happy with it. Yeah, definitely. And I, I don't think we'll be able to tell exactly how the fans feel about it until we actually see it in the TV show and kind of be like, okay, okay is this a character we can believe is the Flash? Because, you know, we all grew up kind of with different Flashes. We all grew up with different times and... And to see if this can kind of resonate with us, if we can believe that that Grant's Barry and if the Flash is the Flash, and I have the utmost confidence that we will. Agreed. At Flash eighty two eighty six, from the cow reveal, it was hard to tell, but I'm totally sold seeing it all together. Can't wait to see him in action. Agreed. At Ray Warren says it's even better than our expectations, and I think it gets a bit more red in the right light. We will see more soon, I think. I, I that's a really good point. I think, like like I said before, there's gonna be a, they're gonna do a great job with it, and it's gonna look good. I think it may actually look a little bit more red when we actually see it in um, in um, in the pilot, because I not to give away too much spoilers, but you know they're shooting in the daylight, so I'm just saying there's sun, there's their lights. So as real Eric Loomis. I like it so far. Would like to see a clarification on the lighting bulb, but at at the waist. Would like to see it in bright light. I think we will soon. At Harlow C, better than I ever could imagine. Slash uh, hashtag flashback. Hashtag the flash is coming. At bike on cars. Uh, looks good. Would like to see a bit, uh, bigger wings on the head though. Now, Omar, let me um, let me ask you this. What do you think about the um, the cowl with the with the changes of the um, the wings that are now instead lighting bolts? I think it's definitely something that uh, kind of comes with time. I think the wings are very, definitely very antiquated. I think it's something that, you know, they've been a, a flash symbol for a long time, but at the same time, they kind of look funny. They look kind of a little bit goofy. So I think they're definitely trying to clean up the flash, trying to make it a lot smoother, go everything. And they didn't want to get rid of it completely, so that's kind of why they put the emblems there. And I think it's a good call. I think they made the right decision. I agree. Phil B. Pot, too dark. He's a Scarlet Speedster, not the Crimson Cruiser. Wow, that's a. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's the first, uh, the first negative one we've heard. I, you know, there's part of me that, uh, that is like when I first saw the costume, I was like, whoa, this color isn't you know what I expected. So just going based off just off color and and the original visualization, it's difficult to like kind of draw from that and say, whoa, because like, it's so out there from whatever we've seen before from a Flash costume. So I definitely understand his point, you know? Yeah, and at the end of the day, what I'm most excited about the show is the characters and the storylines. So of course, I do care about the costume a lot, but it's never the number one reason for me to either watch or not watch a show. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, let's see. Ad Elf Group says my favorite detail has to be the lightning bolts uh, seam line running down the legs. Uh, yeah, that's that's what we uh, I pointed out as well. I I love those. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely very like a uh, new fifty two almost. I would say for that. I agree. I now you mentioned I that you make a good point. I I I, f- I forgot about that from the new fifty two. Even I've been reading the second volume of the new uh, the new fifty two flash recently. 
Um, let's see, as Crimson Capicator, uh, might be more dark flash than flash. Also, no yellow boots. They have, the, but they do have gold on the boots, though. Oh. Fair, fair. I, I don't know. I don't want to call it dark flash because just because the costume is dark doesn't mean the character is going to be dark. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, Arrow was definitely dark when you know when you when you kind of watched that show and you were you watched it for the first time and you were like, oh wow, he just killed somebody. This is not your regular DC Comics TV show. Um, I, I definitely don't think the Flash is going to be along those same lines. I think the Flash is someone who they definitely want to preserve. And uh, I think they're going to try to make it so he doesn't kill. But we'll see. You never know until the show's actually out there. Word. At, Dan, uh, at Danny Gray 18 says, looks awesome. Can't wait for the pilot. And then we have a few responses from some uh, writers and artists of um, the, the Flash. And we have at, from Brett Boop, who's, gonna, who's the new artist for the... Um, Who's, who's going to be part of the new creative team for The Flash starting in April, which is the return of Wally West. And he says, I like the textures. And in um, and some and off-tweets, he said that he's really happy with the suit. So I agree with him. Uh, at one underscore Jensen says, it's looking like a great show. Can't wait to see the first footage of Flash in action. And then we have from at Brian Booch, uh, Bush, uh, I like the Flash TV costume, in case you were wondering... Uh, so it looks like the the industry people are really happy with it as well. I think John with the ship even tweeted that he was really happy with the suit too. Yeah, definitely. And those are our tweets. We're now going to read two qu- um, quick emails before we head into our character spotlight. We're first from Chris Barnes who said, uh, Hi, I really dig your podcast and love to hear all the latest and greatest about the news coming out of the Flash production. Well, thank you so much, Chris. Uh, the suit looks pretty cool, I think. Very new for two as with the seams and details and such. Uh, I just wish they kept the yellow boots instead of going all red. Maybe there will be some. That maybe that will be something that changes. I'm glad they didn't give him a, a muscle suit or whatever like John with the ship had back on the back in the 90s. Overall, it's definitely the right direction to go in. Uh, once I see it in action, it will be in action. It will be easy to form a fuller opinion. But from the two bits that we have had, it looks great. From Chris, great reaction and thank you so much for your kind words about the podcast. Uh, I agree with him also because John with the ship, you know he. I, now he, he mentions, you know, his suit was also, you know, completely red. But I think it, that worked for its time, and I think it's going to work here as well. Uh, don't you agree, Omar? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I'm really interested to see what character John West the ship is because I don't know. I don't know if they've announced that yet. No, but... they haven't revealed who he is. But a lot of fans are hoping for Jay Garrick. Yeah, Jay Garrick, or uh, or dad. even his dad would be very interesting. Or uh, you know, an alternate. Universe Flash could also be a lot of fun. What if... Uh, I don't know who said it to me, but somebody told me, like, what if he's Barry Allen from, like, the future? I'm like, do you know how nerdy and weird it would be at the same time? Because, think about it, maybe he's, like... What if he's, like, portraying this kind of the same version he played uh, of Barry Allen in his TV show? Like, it, it, it would be fun, but it would also be a little bit weird. I don't think he's going to be playing Barry Allen from the future. I don't think time travel is something they're going to look into right away. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe we'll see it this season. But um, we will definitely see it at some point. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out, I guess. Then we have from uh, Daniel Adler who says, um, uh, "Generally, it's awesome. The color is a bit brighter than than on the first photo. I think it even gets brighter with some more light. Here, it's dark to stress the flash the flashes in the background." First, I was skeptical, skeptical about the earpieces for, uh, formed as Flash and not as wings because I love the wings. But on the pic- new picture, it looks awesome. It has a lot of potential and, and I like it. 
The logo's great. Hope we get a closer look soon. Interesting, interesting would be how they, they do the belt. I think, but I think we'll also see that soon. About the boots slash shoes, also closer look will show. But I think they are very cool. The material is great. Kind of reminds me of the Spider-Man suit. It doesn't have that much leather, but everywhere where it makes sense as protection or reinforcement, it fits very, very well. I especially like the lower arm part. The neck part, I think that one is done great. Also, a look at his back would be cool. The knees, of course, the, uh, the thigh. Uh, for the helmet slash cap, I can only say that I've all, what I've already said about the earpieces. And the mask slash face part is done great, especially the shin, the shin too. One more word about the gloves, especially uh, the, 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 these are kind of like Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Cool how they, how they connect the material with the leather. And the flash in the background are very cool, just to mention it. To conclude, it's a legendary suit, and my skepticism about Kieran Gazan uh, being a bit thin for the Flash, used to used to the old Flash series, John with the ship, was very bro broadly, is now gone. Because here, it looks amazing. In the comics, he's also thinner, so it fits great. Well, well, thank you so much, um, Daniel, for your thoughts. Um, it's a great email, um, fair... Uh, fair um, uh, maybe I, I would say a fair review of the suit, to be honest. Uh, what do you think about his response? I think it, I really like the amount of detail they went to. It really took his time with it and, and really analyzed the suit in a lot of ways a lot of people don't. So it's a really good email. Yeah. But uh, everyone, thank you so much for your emails and your thoughts. And uh, if you want to, you know, remember, whenever we have something like this, you can uh, always tweet me at flashpocket or email me at flashpocket at gmail.com and we will read your reaction, reactions on the show. So thank you so much, and uh, yeah, overall great response to the costume, and um, I'm ex you know we're getting closer to May, so it makes me more excited to see the first piece of footage. Yeah, definitely can't wait. I'm, I'm, as as a huge Flash fan, it's just it's gonna be like Christmas morning when that comes out. So <laughs> we're gonna break Twitter again. Exactly. But now let's talk about the the reason why we are, we are also here today. We're gonna do a character spotlight, uh, this time on the villain, uh, who's you know he's gone he's gone through some changes in the comics, and we're gonna talk about Harley Rathaway, aka the Pied Piper. So Omar, to kick us off, where who is the Pied Piper? Well, I think the the you know Rathal Hathaway. He was born death, but um, you know. He was one of definitely the Flash's main villains. Whenever the Silver Age Flash launch was showcased, I think he came in at Flash first appearance of Flash 106, and he was there kind of from the beginning with the Flash. And what makes him kind of a unique kind of villain is the fact that he's one of the villains that really showed change and showed uh, you know reform. He's really kind of had an up and down career as far as being a villain goes. He's been not only someone who's kind of been on the wrong side of the law, but someone who's also been on the right side of the law. And, you know, after Barry passed away in uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, he's someone who kind of changed factions completely and really helped Wally and became one of Wally's greatest allies. And I think he's someone that's that's so important when it comes to Flash history and, and uh, because of his role and something that uh, that's he's not as much of a villain anymore. He really shows the, the ultimate trope of people can change even the the worst villains can become heroes so it's 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 something to, to always aspire for and something always to uh, think about and that's what really makes him unique and um, wh what can you tell about uh, regarding his early years as uh, Piper in the version that first came out in uh, back in um, the uh, you know in his first issue and so on well I mean his weapon 
was very unique. It wasn't. He was never kind of the the aggressor. The like like he never had a cold gun. He had he had this this flute, and this flute would just kind of be able to you know control um, a hypnotic power. It was kind of uh, it was definitely something that's, that's definitely new kind of hypnosis instead of actual heat or cold or weather or something that was kind of going against the flash. So it's something altogether that made him really unique and really fun as as a villain because you know hyp- hypnosis is something really difficult to break you got to have a very iron will and you got to have a lot of focus to get out of it and so, um how was he was he someone who ever connected with the rogues you know the, the group oh yeah absolutely he was he was a big major part of the rogues and i think that's what really sets him apart is that he was he was one of the the main rogues and then all of a sudden he's kind of switched factions switched teams and uh became someone who's who's kind of a hero. So it's really just a, a complete contrast. And um, uh, he's also one of the first... Op- he, he also, when he, I think when he was created, he was, he was also one of the first characters of the, the villains, I think. Or in general, he was one of the first gay characters of DC Comics. Uh, am I right? Absolutely. I think he really set the bar and really kind of, you know, he made the character not about being gay, but it's something that... When he came out as gay, I think it, it definitely changed the comic book landscape because he's, I think, one of the first characters I personally remember being gay. I remember in, uh, you know, the return of Barry Allen when he kind of came out and was like, oh, hey, guys, how are you? And he was dressed in his green and everything like that. You're like, whoa, there's there's a gay character in comics. It's something that's not normally seen or hasn't, especially for the time. It was something that wasn't normally seen. So it was really something that was very forward thinking and, and uh, it was really cool. Well, you know, because he was created in, um, you know, back in the 60s or 70s or something like that, you know, it was a different time from what it is today. So when he came out, like, how was the reaction to, you know, critics and so on in general when he came out as a, as a gay character? You know, I think it was a different age. And, uh, you know, it was, I think it was even before I was born that he was out. So uh, I really don't know how the reaction was at the time. But I can imagine that, you know, you can see how the world is changing slowly. I can imagine it was significantly more negative. People, I'm sure, stopped reading the book and, and were very negative towards it, especially for the time period. Comic book people have always been kind of open-minded, but uh, you never know how, how the reaction was back then. Now, what are some of your favorite storylines story with Pied Piper in it, like some of the biggest events that he's been part of when it comes to I don't know, either fighting with or against the Flash or, you know, something regarding his character that you could um, that you could talk about a little bit? I think something that uh, Jeff Johns kind of did that was, was fantastic was the death of his parents. I think that was something that uh, was definitely uh was definitely a fun little ride in the middle of the Flash series where he was kind of convicted for murdering his parents. His, par- his parents were wealthy, and uh, it, it wasn't actually him, and you kind of had to figure out who it was in the storyline behind that. It was, it was a lot of fun. I don't want to give away any spoilers. So. Well, you know, the, the, these comics, you know, you know, they came out, you know, you know years ago. So I, I think it, you, you can go into a, little bit, a, a couple of spoilers if you want to. I feel bad if someone hasn't read it yet. So I, I know there's a lot of big Flash fans and they don't want to hear exactly what happened. I want to let them read it and kind of dive into the character, hopefully, and really kind of discover uh, who he is. 
Now, I want to go back a little bit to powers, you know, the hypnotic powers and so on. You said that it was, it's always tough to you know, be able to sell the idea of hypnotism. And uh, how, was he, how did this character make it work compared to, let's say, I'm blanking, name a character you know, that also has the same power like in the, in the Marvel or whatever. Gorilla Grodd kind of has some similar, some very similar things. I think uh, you know Gorilla Grodd kind of takes you out a little bit of his of himself because of the fact that he's kind of like a monkey, and it's like oh wait this guy's a monkey. Like the flute kind of seems like it's like a a magical fairy tale kind of story, which I think is where he originated. He originated I think in fairy tales, the Pied Piper kind of yeah. just came from fairy tales, and he kind of transferred over to the Flash. So I I think it's something that's new. I like the way they did it instead of, you know, having it kind of just be like someone looks at you and it's mind control. It's kind of like there's a tool to it. There's there's a little bit of a finesse to it. So it's really nice. Are his powers something he was born with? Or is, is this something science-based? I think it's something science-based that he knows how to play it well enough that he can actually uh, control people through it with a technique. Of it's, I think it's the, I think it was the technique of the hypnosis, of the, of the, of the of the music that really allows people to induce hypnotism. So it kind of goes with the music, and that's why he's uh, he's kind of a master flute player, so to speak. Can you talk? Can you name you know some of his biggest crimes as uh, Pied Piper? Oh uh, wow! I mean, I think going back to the old days, I think his his I mean his biggest crime, in in my opinion, was kind of being framed for the murder of his parents. I think that was. Uh, Definitely one of the biggest ones, especially when he was supposed to be a reformed, reformed villain. Um, I think, you know, going back, he's definitely done some, uh, some interesting stuff. When, in Final Crisis, he broke into a police station with, uh, with the trickster, with the old trickster at the time, when they were kind of doing the buddy cop thing for, uh, for all of Final Crisis and uh, Countdown to Final Crisis. Okay, that's sweet. And you know we've seen you know he's been really reformed in the new future too because he's you know I haven't reached that part where he becomes Pied Piper again but from what I understood you know he is he's no longer deaf apparently he is the, the conductor of the orchestra in Central City and uh, some people have defined him as a reformed vigilante and something that I found really interesting and special with which we may see in the TV show is he's in a relationship with director David Singh who was just in. I should mention it a, little, a bit briefly. Um, he was uh, recently an added to the Flash cast. Um, he, act, actor Patrick, I'm going to try, uh, Sabungi, uh, that's how I think you pronounce his last name. He's been at, cast as uh, police captain, David Singh. And um, there was talks, that it, early uh, in January or February, they said that Harley Rathaway was going to be part of the Flash pilot. He was going to be, they, they were still casting him after they had announced the casting of uh, the Vibe. But it looks like that the plans have changed because from reports that I've heard, he's no longer in the pilot. But I think the reason why uh, they added David Singh is they're, they're still teasing that we may see Harley Rathaway later on. But in the comics right now, he is dating director Singh. And uh, I, from what the last, you know, I'm still reading volume two of The Flash in the New Future 2. And they're, in the first couple of pages, they're, they're talking about the relationship and they're struggling a little bit. But uh, I've seen a photo of what his costume looks like right now in the in the new version, and it looks super cool. I buy this I, the idea that he's a vigilante. Uh, how much do you know about his New Future 2 version right uh, as of now, Omar? I think I think they haven't really gone into his New 52 as much. You kind of went over the main points. We know he's dating director saying, and 
I think, you know, we're going to find out exactly where his loyalties lie. Because, you know, with the new continuity, everything that happened before is kind of gone. So we're going to see if he's going to be a villain first, if he's going to be a hero. We're going to kind of see exactly where his where his allegiances lie and if they're going to change, go back and forth. So I'm really excited to see an, an arc with him. Um, you know, he's definitely a character that has definitely been in the, more in the forefront of uh, as an ally. He's definitely been one of the most notable allies the Flash has had over recent years. Yeah, and that's something that I actually we we will see on the TV show. I think it would be, first of all, I, as an openly bisexual man myself, I think it would be really cool to have first of all, a gay character as a regular character on a superhero TV show. Second, having him fighting alongside with the Flash would be quite quite as quite cool as well. And I think the costume that they've done for him, it's I think it's very easy to adapt to television. It's a it's a black, it's a black uh, tight suit, and he has like a green. Um, not hoodie, but it's like with a little cape or a jacket or something like that, and he has a hoodie on it and a pretty cool mask. So I think you know, I think it would be really cool to see him in the new TV show, and I think it would work pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see everybody really in the new TV show. I mean, I think my uh, someone I'm really interested to see is how they do Professor Zoom because there's been so many different takes on him. It's going to be interesting to see how they they compare him and how they kind of do each villain one by one. Well, they're doing. Eobard Fawn, that version, but it, uh, his name is now Eddie Fawn, which thankfully, because I, I don't think I would be able to say Eobard at least one, t- one time on this podcast uh, on a weekly basis because Eddie is so much easier to say. Yeah, definitely. But um, is there much? Uh, is there anything else to say about uh, the uh, Pied Piper? There's not, uh, he's, he's, he, he doesn't have as a big of a history as some of the other rogues, but he's a decently big-sized character from the Flash uh, gallery. Yeah, I mean the 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 thing that's interesting about him is is the rats. You know, it's like he's it's not only that he can control people, he can also control the rats, and the rats kind of kind of follow him blindly and will listen to his music and and kind of be his little minion. So it's a kind of a fun take to have someone who's able to control an animal through music, and it's kind of a uh, definitely a fairy tale aspect of the story. Awesome. Well, I think that's wrap, that wraps it up um, for our character spotlight for this week. Um, Omar, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you on the internet? Oh, they can find us at uh, ossmcomics.com or on Twitter at Xenoglyphs. And uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. I've had a great time talking about Flash and the Flash characters. And we're going to have you back in, you know, later this season. We, we, I think you have two more characters that we're going to talk about. And, uh, and you're... you're very knowledgeable, so I really appreciate it. And I think you listeners, you also appreciate it as well. So make sure to follow, check out his website. Uh, it's a new, it's a, you know, he, it's a new combo company that I'm definitely going to check out. And they have some really good store, uh, you know, books um, in store for you guys. And I, you know, I'm, I, I, I would definitely check it out. So check out their website and follow him on Twitter. Uh, you guys, you know where you can find me. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Flash Podcast. That's the official Twitter feed for the show. You can find us on Facebook, and uh, we are part of the, the Flash Circle on Google+. And um, also, you can find the podcast on Stitcher Radio, a good streaming radio app that you, that you can get to your phone, and you can listen to the show wherever you go. And also, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. I've seen a couple of reviews finally getting into us, and we got a bit, a couple of ratings now as well. So, make, so please continue to uh, give uh, your feedback about this podcast. What do you like the most about the show? What can we prove to make the podcast more entertaining for you guys and so on so make sure to subscribe rate and review us and i would really appreciate that 
And um, I, uh, the website people are still wondering, asking me, where's the website? I'm still working on that, but I will have you, I will give you more info um, as we get closer to completing the website design. But yeah, guys, um, that's that's it for this week. Uh, join us next week for another character spotlight and maybe some other Flash news. But till next week, guys, I'm Andrew Bagged, and I will see you on the Flash Podcast.